You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, I'm Wade Zaglis, Education Editor at Campus Review. Yesterday, news broke that a gardener will be the first Australian to file a lawsuit against Bayer, the manufacturer of the weed killer Roundup. Australian law firms are also considering launch, uh, launching class actions and several Sydney councils are reviewing the use of the chemical glyphosate. To understand this more, we're talking to Professor Emeritus Ivan Kennedy from the University of Sydney. Professor, you believe the World Health Organisation's decision to label glyphosate as a probable carcinogen to humans was a bad decision that relied on unconvincing evidence. Can you talk a bit about this? Sure. Um, I've been reassuring farmers for some years now that they have nothing to fear from glyphosate. Um, And I do that uh, on the basis of lots of evidence uh, uh, since it's been used for the last 40 years. I also do it based on its actual structure and its mode of action. Mm -hmm. Um, It uh, consists of um, three, three parts uh, one that you could think of as carbon dioxide, another of as ammonia, and the third part as as phosphate. And these are all essential uh, elements in our nutrition and and the meta- and, and the metabolites in our body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the likelihood that such a compound would be carcinogenic is inherently unlikely. Uh, glyphosate has none of the features of um, um, common carcinogens, it's not aromatic, it doesn't have halogens, it doesn't contain a heavy metal. Um, so just on that basis, I, I, I find it, any suggestion that it's carcinogenic um, most unlikely. But nevertheless, around the world, uh, various um, agencies, the European Food Safety Agency, um, the Food and Agricultural Organisation of the United Nations itself, Mm -hmm. um, the Pest Management Regulatory Agency of Health Canada, the United States EPA, as well as the Australian Pesticides Veterinary Medicines Authority um, attest to the the lack of carcinogenicity in many trials that have been conducted. Uh, you have to remember that uh, Roundup itself has adjuvants, other chemicals, mm-hmm. uh, which vary from time to time depending upon the uh, projected use. Um, possibly some of those, uh, generally speaking, are more toxic and uh, perhaps some of those might have some influence. I'm, I'm not an expert on uh, carcinogenicity myself. Right. Many agriculturalists believe that glyphosate is a wonder chemical because it can precisely target weeds, not chemicals. Um, I read one of your comments on this. Why, why are we unlikely to create such a similar chemical? Um, you know, well, 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 in a sense, uh, it was found uh, by accident. I'm sure the researchers that found it uh, were seeking um, something as good, but... But its mode of action is to interfere with an enzyme occurring only in plants. It's shikimate synthase. It makes shikimic acid, Mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, an essential precursor for making lignin and wood. And, of course, plants are the only species 
uh, perhaps a, a small number of bacteria that can actually carry out these reactions. Um, so you can't really design for something like that um, uh, unless you've got that, that kind of intimate knowledge. Uh, uh, glyphosate actually mimics phosphorine or pyruvate, which is uh, a key element in our, our metabolism. Um, but uh, so it looks like uh, phosphorine or pyruvate, but only to this particular enzyme that occurs in plants. None of the enzymes in animals that use phosphorine or pyruvate are affected. Um, the Grains Research Development Corporation, as well as Bayer uh, in Europe, have had a program in recent years, a well-funded program, um, to engage uh, expert chemists on planning to develop uh, replacement chemicals. Mm -hmm. um, I have, I'm not fully up to date on that program, but I haven't heard that, uh, that they've come up with anything that has the particular characteristics of um, glyphosate. Uh, glyphosate acts directly on plants uh, through the leaves. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as it hits the soil, it becomes inactivated. Okay. Um, so it has very little res or little uh, residual effect, unlike, unlike most other herbicides, which uh, some of which can hang around for, for months. Um, um, affecting other plants uh, and also exerting uh, any pos possible toxicity that they have. Okay. I'm going to turn to um, the legal matters here now. I, don't, I know this is not necessarily an area, but I'm sure that you would have opinion on it. Do you think the fact that a jury and not a judge... Um, uh, the fact that a jury and not a judge decided on the Monsanto verdicts influenced the outcomes in the United States? Well, why? Why not? What do you think? Well, I certainly do. Um, uh, obviously, uh, in uh, um, cases involving cancer, there's an emotional element. Mm -hmm. um, so whether a jury... Uh, and a jury, of course, is not equipped uh, to handle the scientific evidence. It's not the sort of decision-making that they're accustomed to using. Very few of them are likely to be uh, experts in, in the area. So I think uh, uh, the court cases in the United States have been civil cases where the standard of evidence is much lower mm -hmm. um, than other uh, parts of the justice system. Uh, personally, I would prefer to see such court cases conducted by judges who would consult um, with experts arguing on both sides and really weigh up the evidence uh, on that basis. So it, that's certainly my opinion. Uh, uh, I don't really think uh, um, juries are equipped to make these sorts of decisions on a scientific basis, that is. Sure, sure. Um, lastly, Critics of glyphosate and, and Bayer more generally say that denying that glyphosate is a carcinogen is, is, is akin to what happened with big tobacco. Uh, you know, they argue that, um, you know, uh, vested interest groups, um, you know, pay for certain kinds of research outcomes, etc. Is this a fair call or is the science still undecided? Well, I, I don't think it's a fair call. In the case of... Um tobacco and the, the mechanism of cancer that was pretty obvious the, the 
the compounds that are in tobacco smoke can be demonstrated to be carcinogenic, mm-hmm. uh, just in the way that uh, the carbon products that you get from your barbecue steak uh, can be carcinogenic, but only at a very low rate. Um, in the case of tobacco, uh, it's pretty clear that the scientific evidence was that it was cancer-causing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of uh, glyphosate, there's no such evidence about carcin- carcinogenicity. Um, there is, uh, uh, certainly in humans, uh, there is uh, some work that's been done with um, animal species that are very prone to developing cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, that is suggestive, and I think that's what the International Association for Research on Council was thinking of uh, when they made their decision. In my opinion, they should have um, restricted their judgment to possible cancer. Mm -hmm. And I think their object is really to encourage research. Uh, They have no... They make a qualitative judgment just based on the public literature. Um, they don't uh, uh, do anything quantitative. They don't do a proper risk assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, really, they're just ringing a bell that here's, here's something to look at. Sure. But that should never have become evidence uh, in a legal situation. Mm-hmm. Well, Professor Kennedy, thank you so much for talking with Campus Review. Yes, it's a pleasure to do so.